Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lovers podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing our bi-weekly book review. As always, these are just our opinions. If we like something that you didn't like, vice versa, uh, it's not that deep. Don't take it personal. We will all move on. So I think I have one more than you do. So do you want me to start with my currently reading? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm currently reading Immoral by Nicole Dykes. Pretty good. I like it so far. So it's like two best friends. They grew up together. They kissed when they were like after they graduated high school. And one of them, he had feelings for his best friend for a long time. And so he left Um, He got spooked and left because he's like, my best friend is straight. Like, he's probably going to freak out about this. And I can't afford to fall in love with him because we're going in different paths with our lives. And so he left. And then he ended up becoming a famous baseball player. And um, his best friend ended up becoming a famous rock star. When uh, the first main male character is playing for the World Series, his former best friend is actually singing the national anthem for the World Series. So they get reconnected. So the rock star, he comes and like barges back into his life and is like, why did you leave? Why did you not keep in touch with me? Um, And kind of just like forced him to own up to it and he's and then he comes out to him as gay and the guy who's a rock star is like well why didn't you tell me I was your best friend I wouldn't have judged you and then it kind of like plants a seed and uh that's uh, I'm not very far into it the only thing so far that like I'm not super crazy about which this is just a me thing this is not like an anybody else thing is it's a little fast burn Like, he has this bisexual awakening and then jumps right in. So it's a little on the fast burn side, which is fine. I just like a little more angst, a little slower burn. The way that the blurb had set it up, it seemed like it was going to have some angst to it. But um, I don't know. Maybe it will. Nice. It sounds good. I might pick it up. Okay. So my currently reading is Twisted Lies by... Anna Huang. It's a, it's says that it's a fake dating romance, but it's got a morally gray, I guess, anti-hero as the main male character. His name is Christian. And the blurb says that basically he's like obsessed with Stella, the female main character. And um, I'm not very far into it at all. Basically, I've just kind of recently been introduced to the characters and he kind of sees her as like this puzzle that has to be solved and he's definitely obsessed with her and he's kind of he can't really figure her out she has a stalker that uh according to the blurb is going to come back into the situation which i think is where the fake dating thing is going to come in but she works for a fashion magazine and she's also a blogger of i think like a fashion and so um, I'm I'm really interested to see where this all plays out. I don't have a lot for you, though. I'm like 4% into the book. So, but so far, it's really good. And I'm excited to finish it. 
Nice. Okay, so my first one is Give Me More by Sarah Kate. It is a male-male female, so a thruple. So the main female character and the first main male character are in a relationship and they've been together for 10 years. And then the second main male character is their best friend. And they've been super close um, with him the whole entire time. Like the two male characters have been best friends for their whole lives. And then one, they're taking a trip to check out other sex clubs. So the the whole thing with this series is that they own a sex club. And so these guys are taking trip to check out other sex clubs and see if they can get ideas or anything like that. And the first main male character realizes that he may have a cuckolding kink where he wants to watch somebody else have sex with his wife. Um, But he realizes that it's only with his best friend. So he wants to watch his best friend have sex with his wife. And he asks them... And there's some drama <laughs> and some tension and until they finally give in. But at some point, the first main male character realizes that he might be bisexual, but he has some childhood issues that he needs to work through. And they do eventually form a poly relationship. It is excellent, very spicy, just enough angst. I really loved it. I really loved that book. I, I read it as well, and I can't say enough good things about it. I liked the angst factor in it, too. I was yeah. There was one part that really kind of was like, oh, no. But I really loved the ending. So my next book is Three by Helen Juliet. Uh, it is a male, 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 male book. And... Um, This author, I've talked about her before, actually, in the the last episode, the daddy episode. She has these books that are, like, very, very loosely based off of um, certain, like, you know, children's books or, like, you know, story story books. Uh, This one is based off the Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. So it's, there's these three best friends and roommates, and they're all littles. And they're having this really hard time finding daddies and uh they they kind of have like dated they're all virgins I want to say they're in their early 20s I don't think it it was ever really specified but they are all they've kind of struck out haven't really been able to go super far they had this pact to only lose their virginity to like you know someone who would you know spoil them and treat them right and everything and they just kind of didn't find it so they come together one night they are after one of them has a really bad date and they come together and they say, okay, we're going to lose our virginity by like this time. And let's just go on this little like app that, you know, links kinky people together and try to find a daddy. So they do that. And I think it's, you know, a day or two later, they're all looking at the same profile of this one guy. And so one of them has the bright idea to message him together and just say, Hey, we all like you pick one of us and the daddy sees this and he's like this um billionaire he sold off one of his companies and so he's kind of like he's he's looking for a boy to take care of now because you know his life is a little empty now that he's not like working 24 7 and so he sees this uh email or whatever message from the boys and he goes 
oh, and he wants them all. They're all completely different too. Like they're littles, but they have their own way of being little. And so he said he uh, sends counter message and he says, hey, how about I you know, take all three of you, you know, your virginity is a very special thing. And, you know, I'll treat you right. I'll spoil you. Each of you gets two days with me and you can't talk about it until the last uh, boy has his night. So the first boy, Sam, he's, um, he's hefty, but he's very confident in his body. And it's like a, you know, a kind of a, a little bit of a, a big thing for him. I think he, he's described as like a baby bear baby bear cub and so he has a special date with daddy first and daddy kind of realizes that he's like it's almost like an insta love thing he starts falling for this boy over these two days and he's so he's a little disappointed when he sends him home and he's like well the next two aren't going to be like that it's not going to be like that at all and then boy two callum comes around and he's a self-proclaimed brat sam was like more of a submissive little and then Callum is a self-proclaimed brat who is uh, into hum humiliation and, you know, degradation kink. And daddy fits the bill for him perfectly, just like he did the first time. Starts kind of falling for him, realizes, you know, oh no. And then the third little boy, poor, poor Luke. Uh, Luke had PTSD from abuse suffered at his parents' hands. And so he was like the like a little little there was no age play in this book at all but like i would say that luke was the closest you would get to like a, a little little who does regress a little bit and so you know three for three he starts falling in love with all of them but they made it clear in their original message that they didn't want anything long term and so he kind of is you know sulking a little bit about missing them and they're missing him and then uh there's an issue with their apartment and daddy has to come to the rescue and i really really love this because he took the time to really understand what each of the boys needed and was like that for them i i loved it it was so cute and sweet and the boys were also kind of together here and there you know like they just formed this big poly family and it was just amazing um that sounds so cute okay so my next one is Secret Service by Tal Bauer. Oh my God. This book was so good. This is, I don't know, the second Tal Bauer book that I've read, I think. I'm pretty sure it's only the second. But holy shit. Everybody is, that is not reading Tal Bauer is sleeping on Tal Bauer. Cough, cough, Courtney. Cough, cough. Okay, so it's about a president and his lead Secret Service agent. And the president goes missing. So it flashes back and forth in time from when they are, you know, falling in love and sneaking around and things like that to when the Secret Service agent is trying to solve the case and locate him. So it's got the romance aspect throughout like half of it. And then the other half is like mystery and like case solving and plot twists. And it was just so, so good. Like a lot of suspense. There was spice. There was plot. It was, I was sitting on the edge of my seat and I was like, oh my God, Courtney, you have to read this. And she's like, my to be read list is too long. I will have to come back to that at a later date. And I was like, I need to talk about it. But yeah, it highly recommend. It was so good. I will get there eventually. It's actually in my library now. So we're getting closer. <laughs> it's moving up the list. Um, well, that's good. 
Yeah. So my next one is Descendant of Pain by M. Sinclair. It is part of the Descendant series. It's the fifth book. I think there's only one more after this. I actually had to reread the entire series in order to read this one because, and I'm glad I did because I would have been so confused. But um, it follows Nova, who originally, uh, she believes she's a witch from Earth. And this is part of the Horde realm slash world that uh, M. St. Clair built. She has, I think, five series, five different series in this one, like, world. Uh, so this one is uh, Nova believes she's, like, an Earth realm witch originally. And her mother died in an accident i think when she was around 10. her father is raising her and the witch community is very misogynistic so like she has like this betrothed fiance guy and like she she was supposed to be the next leader of her coven but uh her dad was basically just grooming the guy that he was gonna have her marry to do it instead, even though she's way stronger. And then all of a sudden, six mages come to town from the Horde, the Fey Realm, and they are immediately possessive. It's, it's an insta-attraction, insta-lust, insta-kind-of-love thing that M. Sinclair is known for. Um, they are absolutely possessive. They, you know, are making attempts on the betrothed, his life. And... So then she finds out that her father is actually a serial killer and also not her father. So, um, and he's also just kind of the worst of the worst. Like picture the worst thing you could do to a dead body and like, you know, just go, go further. Uh, so he's trying, he's draining magic from people and trying his like big shtick is that he's trying to turn humans into witches, which is not working. So, She's kind of discovering like a lot of things about herself. It turns out that she's a demigod, which I feel like isn't a huge spoiler because there's five books to get through. And I think book one is where you learn that. And there's just, there's so much going on. And of course, as with M. Sinclair, uh, she, her harem kind of builds as the books go on. It's just so good. And I was so happy it came out. This one was hefty too. Like it took me two full days to get through it, which is nice. I like that. Um, is it complete? No. I think there's only <sighs> I think there's only one more book, but it's not gonna be uh she has so many open series that it's gonna take until like next year for this last book to come out. I know. I've been waiting for it for a long time. Yeah. Um, I would say this is one of my favorite series from her though. Yeah, I've been waiting. I'm excited. <laughs> for it to eventually finish okay so the next one i read i'm gonna do the next two just because this one's gonna be quick i read the bonds at tie number five by jay Bree. so lots and lots of stuff going on i'm not gonna give any spoilers this is the fifth book so if i went into anything in it it would be a spoiler the series is insane it's incredible there's some major character development going on in this one some major resolutions, and then a brutal cliffhanger. <laughs> um, I cannot wait for the next one. Jay Bree is a queen. If you haven't read all of her books, you're really missing out. Oh, yeah. Jay Bree. Anything she writes is just magic. Yeah, she's insanely incredible. So, okay. And then the next one that I read was Emery by Cora Rose, which is also just so incredible. Another one, if you haven't read all of Cora Rose's books, what are you doing? 
this is her third book that she has out. So this follows up Wit and Sem, and now we're at Emery. If you have listened to all of our episodes or have read the books, you remember that Magnus is in the in Sem. I guess Sem is in Magnus, but haha, uh-huh, wink, wink. So, anyways, Magnus's best friend is August, and August and Emery are in this book. So they are stepbrothers, and they're they don't really get along. Like Emery really likes August and admires him, and like has a crush on him, but August just cannot wrap his head around the fact that Emery like is so far from having his life together. Anyway, so they go on a road trip and they get stuck in the woods somewhere in the winter. And things start to heat up between them, but August is scared to tell his mother. He doesn't want to disappoint his mom. Emery has a lot of mental health issues. So he was abused, badly abused as a child. And has PTSD because of it, and he also has severe ADHD. So he's kind of all over the place, and he's a mess, and August is always so put together, and the golden boy, but he ends up finding Emery endearing, like after he learns about why Emery is the way that he is, and he also learns to love all of his quirks, and Cora Rose just knocked it out of the park again, I'm so in love with it. I smiled. I cried. I felt so connected to the characters. It was a 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. I was so in love with poor Emery. As he just Me has, too. like, when he's going off on his, like, ADHD tangents, he's, like, just the most adorable. Just, you want to, like, wrap him up and squish his cheeks. Like, he's just... Yeah. Well, I, I, well, before you had read it, when I was texting you about it, I was gonna add that I really just wanted to like hold him and like play with his hair. Yeah. You know, I just, and just like, I wanted to protect just, like, the poor him. little marshmallow. Yeah. I was, yeah. And it was great. It was so, so good. good. Like, Sem is still my favorite, but oh man, Emery and, uh, Emery is probably just my favorite character out of the whole series. I think so. I think Wit is, I don't know, this book was so good. Yeah, it's hard. It was hard. All three of the books are just incredible. Yeah, well, and she's pumping them out, too. Like, uh, I think between Wit and Sam was the longest amount of time between books. And I mean, book two and and book four is already, like, I think in the works. I think she did a live drop on this one, too. I didn't see it at all. So, yeah, I follow her on Instagram and Facebook, so I'm like, I am not missing when she releases a book. Yeah. And so when it dropped, I was like, oh, my God. I was so excited. Yeah. But, yeah, I think she did a live drop on it. Like, she gave, like, teasers that it was coming out soon, but I don't think she actually, like, announced it until, like, right before. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. All right. So my next one is The White Stag. It's part of the Monsters Under My Bed series. It's book one by, I always pick, you know, authors that have hard to pronounce last names. Uh, J.B. Trepagnier or Trepanier? Trepanier? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love this author, too. I've read quite a few of uh, her books. I usually don't finish her series for some reason. Like, I start them all, and I do really well, and then I don't finish the series. But I I love their creative paranormal series. Um, so 
Basically, the female main character, Reagan, she uh, was in foster care for a long time. And she had these three friends. And there it was a, um, a hobgoblin or a bakken. It's an Irish hobgoblin. And then there was the white stag. And then there was the boogeyman. And she kind of, uh, she like, something happened. Um, So they were like her protectors. So whenever she was in like a really bad foster home, the white stag, her friend would appear. And it was like her signal that it was safe to run to somewhere else. And then she would get placed in a new, uh, new foster home. So I think around maybe 12, 10, something like that. She goes to live on the street after a particularly bad foster home and her friends kind of disappear for a little bit. And she ends up getting picked up by this guy named Alistair and he takes her home and kind of starts taking care of her, but she's like a bird in a cage. So like, she's only allowed outside like one hour a day. She has to drink this weird tea that makes her feel funny. Uh, and then she's now, I think 18 and he tells her, I think on like the eve of her birthday or whatever, like we're going to get married and she's not okay with it. She tells him, you know, she was like, I, I, I really want to go to college. I want to be let out of the house. Like I I'm an adult and you know, I don't want to be cooped up here anymore. And so he goes, we'll just drink your tea. And we'll talk about it in the morning. And so she drinks her tea and wakes up in the morning. And all of a sudden, like, her thoughts are different. She's like, oh, I can't wait to pick up my dress and marry Alistair. And she's like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. So um, all of a sudden, the white stag appears outside of her window. And she's kind of forgotten them over the years. Just with the tea messing with her memory. And um, she's also taking these iron pills, which will be important here in a minute. She uh, has, like... You know, she she has very little memories of them, or she kind of thought that they were like imaginary friends. You know, they show back up and uh, they kind of break the T's hold on her uh, with something. And then they take her away from Alistair and they tell her, they sit her down and they're like, hey, so it turns out that you're Faye and those iron pills that they were feeding you were stopping you from unlocking your magic and unlocking your face side. And they were essentially making you human. And not only that, but the tea that you were drinking is sin eater tea. And it starts to like slowly takes away your memory and stuff like that and kind of alters your memories. And so she's rightfully pissed. And they say, you know, you're the Faye the princess of the unseelie fae and the guy who had taken you from us was the prince of the seelie fae and he had been banished because when she was like a newborn or whatever their uh two kingdoms were coming together to try to see if they could have an alignment uh with marriage and he was way older and then he tried to like kidnap her as like a baby and so the unseelie queen was like uh have that because with the seelie it's a very misogynistic place and the unseelie were like very pro woman, very badass, pro consent. So it sounds, you know, amazing. And those three men were her protectors. And so when they were, you know, when she was younger, they took care of her like friends. And then now that she's older, she's kind of having to deal with like her attraction. She's so sheltered. And book one doesn't get as far as I would like it to, but it definitely was a wonderful start to the series. It sounds good. It sounds really good. Okay, my next one. 
There's a few that I have that I did in the daddy episode. So if you're interested in all the ones that um, we're not going over, they are in our last episode. Okay, so I read Toxic Whispers by Candace Wright. The main female character has, and Courtney's gone over this before, so I'm just kind of going to go through it fast. But the main female character grew up in captivity. So she was born in captivity to be a slave. She's being prepared to be sold. And the main male character, as you find out in a previous book in the series, accidentally buys a slave. <laughs> and he forgot to cancel his order. And so he ends up getting the main female character. And he's like, he's like, I'm not going to return her because who knows how she would be treated if I didn't take her in. So at least I can take her in and give her a better life. So he gets the female main character and he's immediately drawn to her and he teaches her about the world and about love and takes care of her and like she had never seen windows before and, and he's got so many windows in his house and so he just lets her, you know, just learn about the world and, and see things from outside a cage and but not everything is as cut and dry when it comes to her. It wasn't just like purchasing a slave and now she's yours. It was, there was a lot more to the story because when she was being transported, the other girl had died. And so she switched hoods with their numbers with the other girl. And so she was actually supposed to go somewhere else. And when it's found out that she didn't make it there, it turns into a whole drama drama. It was super good though. There was primal play, mind manipulation, um, and even though it was on the darker side, it was still really good and had a lot of sweet moments. And Candace Wright is a queen. I have one more that's also Candace Wright. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it was a really, really good one. I loved it. And Candace Wright knocks it out of the park. And I think that is the end, right, of that series. Yes, but then it leads into Dulce, which I also read. Yes. Still say she's an assassin who uses sex to get what she needs. Um, and she's part of a group of girls who all have similar skill sets. So she gets a job to go to a reform school to find out why people are going missing and ending up dead. And that they're believed to be tied to a sex trafficking ring. So while she's there, she ends up living in a house full of guys, which includes the headmaster and the counselor and two other guys that go to the school. And so she starts to develop feelings for some of the guys, and these are the very people that she's supposed to be investigating. So it's throwing a wrench in her plan. And she also reconnects with a couple of guys from a previous job that she had developed feelings for, which like also threw a wrench in her plan. And... Um, <laughs> It, there's so many plot twists that, like, I, I was texting Courtney and I was like, I need to know who's in the harem. And she's like, I cannot tell you because it would be a spoiler, <laughs> which it would be. You you don't find out who's in the harem until, like, the very end of the book. It wasn't my absolute favorite one that she's written, but it was still super good. We love a sex-positive queen. So I, I really liked it. And I loved the... Uh, segue into um, this newest series. I'm really excited for the Candy Girls. So, yeah. The next one comes out in just a few weeks. A couple weeks. I know. I'm excited. It's great. Candace Wright is just, she's fantastic. Every single Absolutely. book. Absolutely. It's another one. If you haven't read all of Candace Wright's books, what are you doing? <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. but she's amazing. Um, so my next book is Truth or Kill. It is part of the Twisted Legends collection. Uh, it's by A.C. Kramer. And this book is based off of the uh, tale or like urban legend of the game Kill Switch. So uh, if you don't know what Kill Switch was, it was this game that was supposedly sent out uh, to, I think it was like a, a couple thousand people. And when you finished the game, it like uh, it engaged the kill switch and completely erased all data or like it, any trace that had ever existed. And I think there was like deaths reported with this game as well a long time ago. But anyway, so uh, loosely based on this. So wait, this, is that a true thing? It's an urban legend. It's never been proven. Oh my god. But it is a true urban legend. Or not, not like true, but you know what I mean? Like it the the legend exists. Oh, I didn't I okay, I've heard the term kill switch like many times. I just didn't know. That's interesting. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't remember the exact legend. They talk about it in the book, but um not I never looked up to see like exactly what happened with it. Right. I know it was like years ago. So Huh, maybe um, I'll ask my husband. He's he's previous generation. <laughs> yeah. So Sydney is the female main character, and she gets invited up to this lodge by uh, one of her teammates on uh, softball. I think it was softball or volleyball on uh, her team. And so she's a she's an orphan whose mother committed suicide, and. So she doesn't really have any friends or anything like that. And it was her last year of college. And so um, she decides to go with this girl. And this girl is part of like the elite of the elite, like her. And I think it's like 10 other families, uh, like heirs run uh, the this corporation. That's like their like cybersecurity and phones and tech and like everything. So they are like the elite of the elite and she gets invited. And so she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. There's, you know, one of the guys is like kind of sleazy and, you know, stuff like that. So she goes there and it's supposed to be this like corporate retreat for these heirs to like learn teamwork. It's like a weird secret society initiation kind of feel. And um, she's the only outsider that was invited. And so she's not really happy to be there, but she's like, cool, it's in a cabin in the woods. Like, well, you know, like a massive cabin in the woods, rich people style. She's like, I will at least have fun, you know, hiking and doing all this while you guys do your weird air stuff. Uh, only she gets roped into playing the game. And the game is like, it's based off the Kill Switch game or something like that. So basically... They have to uh, reveal secrets and truths to each other. So this group of kids and um, it's like about things that they've done in their life. Like one guy like raped a girl and he had to like tell the group about it. And one guy was dating one of the other girls and but he had chosen with his parents to marry, you know, another one. And so like, just, you know, a general disarray going on with, you know, petty rich people problems. And so Sydney is like, I don't want to play this. Like I'm not involved, but there's this guy named Kane who is him and his two brothers work at the lodge quotation, quotation. I don't want to like spoil it, but it turns out that, 
this game and this retreat was not actually orchestrated by the kids' parents like they all thought that it was. And it's a dual POV, so you kind of see, like, behind the scenes as well as Sydney having to, like, figure this out. And so all of a sudden, one of the girls, I think it's, like, the first or second night, she, the girl who invited Sydney gets murdered. She gets shot in the head. And Sydney is, like, sharing a room with her. So um, then all of these heirs have to, like, figure out the murder. And it's a whole thing. And, oh, let me tell you, there's uh, the romances building. And I couldn't even really talk about it right now because, like, just the plot of this story is so freaking thick. And it is so good. It's a dark romance. So be prepared for twists and turns. Also, knife play. Wink, wink. So, yeah. What was this book again? It's called Truth or Kill. And is it finished? It's a standalone. So it's a series of a bunch of different authors doing urban legends. And um, I'm actually waiting for the next book in this series to come out because I really wanted to read it. And that's how I found this book in the first place. Oh, shit. Yeah. Comes out tomorrow, actually. Well, that's cool. It sounds really good. I, I was like, man, I hope she's not going to like throw at the end. Like, I can't wait for no, the next part of the there's, series. There's all standalones. And I think four of them are out currently. Cool. Um, this was the first one. And then I'm waiting on book five. Okay. I'll have to look at it because that sounds interesting as heck. Yeah. So my next one is Forsaken Desires by Ashley James. Um, I, I'm sure you guys have heard Courtney in like multiple previous episodes saying that she was waiting for this one and somehow I'm the one that got it on my list. Um, so the two main male characters uh, kissed once when they were in high school and it led to main male character two hating him years. And so when they're paired up together and one of their college classes start to spend a little bit of time together. So they realize that they both like the same music. And so main male character two is like, yeah, I'll put up with you as long as you share your weed with me kind of thing. <laughs> and um, so somewhere along the way, it turns into lust and then more. But main male character two has had a terrible home life and he's got a lot of issues to work through. He's not homophobic, but he's got some internalized homophobia. And so, um, at some point, something terrible happens with his home life. And they're both kind of forced to face their feelings. And uh, it was just so, it was a true enemies to lovers. Um, You know, sometimes with enemies to lovers, it's just kind of like, oh, we hate each other, but now we've kissed. And so... We don't hate each other anymore. That, I feel like, is not true. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> but this, like, even after they had kissed again, like, he still was like, fuck you. I don't like you. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It was just, it was really, really good. And main male character two, he really fights main male character one the whole time up until, like, he's really forced to, like, come to terms with his own self. I loved this book and the reason you have it on your list by the way is because it came out like right after we did our last bi-weekly and then last week was our daddy episode although i did say that aston one of the main characters kind of had daddy vibes it wasn't obviously that kind of book yeah. but i could see it yeah 
He did. I mean, they were the same age, and which like doesn't necessarily matter with a daddy kink. But vibes can happen anytime, anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, he definitely had daddy vibes, especially because he wanted to really like after he knew what was going on. Like he really just wanted to care for him. I loved that. I loved that for them. I love that series. I'm excited for the next one, which I think is already on pre-order. I'm ready. Me too. All right. So my next one is Bite of Loyalty. It's part of the Blood Oath series. It's the first book and the next one won't be out for a minute. So, you know, it's by R.L. Calder. Alina, the female main character, Alina Van Helsing, she's part of obviously the Van Helsing Vampire Slayers. They are essentially the um, law, The just the Vampire Slayers in general are like the law that keeps vampires in line and also kind of indiscriminately kills them. Alina is celebrating her like 21st birthday, I believe, and she's out with her friends and when she comes home she realizes that her house, the Van Helsing house and their line, like they're under attack and her mother gets killed. Well, she has to kill her mother because her mother gets bitten and they don't, if you get turned in the vampire slayer community, you die. They'd rather be taken out by their own than become a bloodsucker. And so then Alina gets bitten herself and turned and they the last thing she hears is um courtesy of dracula so she wakes up and one of her friends has come to check on her and she ends up draining and killing her and so her second best friend uh sees what happened and she says you know i'm not going to give you the courtesy of a uh, honorable death like i'm not going to kill you because you're now a, a filthy murderer. Like, you know, you you drained her. You don't get the courtesy of dying with honor as a vampire slayer. Like, you're going to be hunted down and die like, die like you should. So uh, she ends up leaving and getting placed in uh, the Dark Imaginarium Academy. And so this is also a shared universe. It starts with, there's like kind of like a, a prequel series, The Monarchs of Hell series is a little bit of a prequel and then you've got i think there's three maybe four other series that are connected to this one with other main characters having their own books so anyway she gets involved and she she meets the headmistress and the headmistress is i think a goddess and or a demigod uh and she's like you know you can make something of this you know figure out how to control your control your new bloodlust and stuff like that and you can figure out how to belong in the society now that you're a part of it in a different capacity and uh but alina is kind of like you know what i'm gonna actually figure out how to control my bloodlust and murder dracula like that's her goal she wants to work up rise up through the ranks in this school on the you know vampire side and then get a job that'll get her close enough to kill Dracula. And she has this professor who is also a vampire. His family had been slaughtered by vampire slayers. I want to say possibly specifically her Van Helsing line. Um, So he's not a fan of her. He's like trying to get her out of the school, but he's also attracted to her. It's a reverse harem. There's also another guy and even someone, there's a little bit of a thing at the end where you're like, oh no, because uh, someone 
a very recognizable vampire name shows up and, you know, is going to enter the harem. So it's super good. Uh, unfortunately, Arl Calder is a lot like M. Sinclair where there are quite a few open series. So it takes a while for the next book in one series to come out because there's just so much going on. She releases books relatively often, but because there's just so many, you're waiting a while for one particular series to finish. Womp womp. That sounds good, but I will not read it until it is complete. Okay, so my last one that I have is Crankshaft by K.M. Newhold, which we all know I'm a K.M. Newhold lover. Anything she writes, I'm here for it. So main male character one and main male character two are both business owners. One owns a mechanics garage and the other one owns a veterinarian office and they're both super busy in their own ways and neither of them really has time for a relationship but they both want one anyways so they meet at a bar one night well they've met before but main male character one like forgot he forgot so they meet at a bar <laughs> and main male character one tries to take home main male character two but he's so drunk that he ends up falling asleep before anything could happen. So, like, he falls asleep in the car on the way home or on the way back to um, main male character one's house. And then he, like, falls asleep in his bed and, like, nothing ends up happening. And so, after that, main male character two just, like, ghosts him. And he leaves him. He doesn't text him. He doesn't call him. Nothing. And then a few weeks later, they meet again. And then they meet again. <laughs> and eventually, they've been around each other so much that they start to hook up. And then they form a relationship. But that doesn't solve the fact that they're both so busy and they have such full personal lives. But they do end up making it work. And it was super good. Cam Newhold is just really wonderful. It's all very easy reads. Like, it's not super heavy angst, but it's like just to touch so that it keeps it interesting i don't know i just love it all right also um what courtney and i are thinking about doing maybe if we have time it'll be our next episode i'm not really sure because it'll be kind of a project for us but we're thinking about doing like a read along so for either a standalone or a duet or a series or whatever but we'll do like check-ins like before each book and like 50 percent through each book or maybe like a middle chapter or whatever so i think that'll be exciting i think that sounds like fun i'm excited to do it you know what we should have done that for an orin hadley series for sure he's I gonna have a that. new series coming out but I, it's gonna be a while before it's finished yeah but if that ends up being a popular segment or if that is something you guys are interested in email us and let us know you know, or if you have series recommendations, because this, yeah, like Kelsey said, this is going to be a little bit more involved. So there is going to be a little bit of a, I would say a little bit more detail than what we normally do for like, just our, you know, quick book reviews. Yeah, it'll and it'll be a spoiler episode for sure. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited, though. We are thinking about doing a Talbauer duet. So hopefully we can do that because reading Secret Service, I was on the edge of my seat and I was like, I think I don't want to read the next one alone. <laughs> so we're thinking about doing that. And then maybe after that, I'll pick like a really angsty one to get Courtney going. Why? Why would you do that to me? I think I should pick the next one. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'll pick something for I'm bored. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. All right. So next week is going to be our read along. And yeah. Hopefully next time. It'll be the one after that or something. I don't know. We're going to do it soon though. We'll surprise you. All right. Thanks guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.